You're listening to Extra Innings with your hosts, Ben Spear and Logan Brewer. Welcome back for another week of Extra Innings. Um, today on today's show, we're going to get a little bit of MLB, get uh, some spotlight, and then we're going to have a special guest, Joey Machuga, will be joining us today. Yes, sir. Uh, on top of Joey Machuga coming in, we have uh, Robbie Job's first segment uh, for the fantasy football outsider. Outsider. But, yeah, that is right. He does not know anything. But um, let's get in, or let's get started. We have uh, three guys in the crowd, including Joe. Yeah, live studio audience yeah. today. I'm here also. Uh, if, if you're hearing that, it's Conkle. Um, he is not allowed on the show. He is a potato. No, just you're done. Okay, uh, let's get started. Logan, what do you have uh, with MLB this week? Um, so I'm going to start out by talking about the Yankees. And how, like, it seems like every single week they have a new fiasco where somebody's getting ejected. The whole team is going up in flames and Brett Gardner is acting like a small child for the millionth <laughs> time. Um, like, I don't know how you conduct yourself like that as a professional athlete and don't get more ridicule. Like, people just completely yeah. overlook it and are like, just like, oh, Brett Gardner's mad again. Like, if that was anybody else, like anybody else. Like, if LeBron did anything remotely close to that, like Steph Curry, anybody They'd be all like over that, it. Yeah, yeah, like, they would get absolutely trounced, which, I mean, part of it's probably that not that many people, like, pay that much attention to baseball, but... True. I mean, at the same... I don't know. That dude is... It actually, like, kind of pisses Bothers me off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a thumbs down for both of us to Yan- all Yankees players who do that. Yeah. Gardner's one of them. I know one time there was someone else, but... Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, what I got is this week Bryce Harper hit probably the most electric walk-off grand slam I've ever seen in my life. Dude, like, what was it? It was bottom nine. Uh, bases they were da- yeah, bases loaded. They down were down two, two or three, five three, yeah. five three, and then he hit. Uh, he pulled a ball and it probably went up like a million decks. Yeah, it's like the, the and and a, probably the fastest home run try oh, yeah. ever. The, the, that was the second fastest home run, run trot I've ever seen. Second being to Bernie Sanchez in the uh, regional <laughs> tournament a couple years ago. Absolutely sprinted. Like, I, like he almost caught up to the guy at first. Um, but, yeah. And then preceding that home run, that walk-off, he was, what, 0 for 3? And yeah. there was someone heckling him in the crowd, like, calling him overrated. And then Bryce Harper was walking into the dugout, and he looked at the dude, and he was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so he, he really shut, stuck it to that guy. Yeah, so good to see you. Good for him. Um, moving on to the Indians. Um, past 11 games, they played um, against the Twins, uh, four-game series against the Twins, three-game series against the Red Sox, and four-game series against the Yankees. Uh, they finished up six and five, um, took three from the Twins. They dropped two out of three to the Red Sox, but then they split with the Yankees. So, I mean, that's two of the best teams in baseball and then a contender, a playoff contender in the Red Sox. Um, people are saying that the Indians can't compete with top talent, but obviously they just went six and five with three of the better teams. So um, that just shows that it's a solid team all around, and we should be getting Kluber back and Carrasco back soon. So, so playoff hopes are alive, you yeah, think? Yeah, they are alive and well. Um, 
as far as the Reds, the playoff hopes are not alive. Very yes, Brennan Haddon in the crowd says fading. Very true. Um, I'd say the only notable thing about the Reds, uh, we've been playing the Cardinals lately. Castillo got hit around, um, and we're recording this on Sunday, and they just lost to the Cardinals again. Um, the only thing that's positive about the Reds is Aristides Aquino, who can't seem to stop hitting home runs. And like I obviously love it, but a win would be nice. But um, some crazy stats on that is that Aquino has 11 homers in his 16 games this season, and only 2007 Alex Rodriguez and 1976 Mike Schmidt have hit more in any player's first 16 games uh, of a season. That's since, what, like 1900? So he is in some good company, I'd say. So hopefully he keeps hitting home runs, but Red's hopes for the playoffs. I'm not familiar with him. Was he like a highly touted prospect? Or yeah. did they just pull him up and he had just gone nuts? They, they called him the Punisher. By yeah, the way, I know that, but like they pulled him up. We and called Bobby Bradley the assassin, and we pulled him up. And he batted one fifty with one home run. So. I don't, I don't get it. Like he literally has just keeps hitting home runs. Like I'll turn on the TV and he'll just hit a home run. I'm like, oh my god, he just did it again. But like I said, Reds keep dropping games. Classic Reds, but we are oh. tanking for Tua now. Just kidding, that's Bengals. But um, let's move on. Uh, we're gonna head over to Robbie Job. For his first fantasy football outsider report, Robbie, what do you got for us? What's up, everyone? This is Robbie Job with your fantasy outsider report. Today we have a great episode full of my personal tips and my sleepers and busters. First off, if you have already had your fantasy draft, you need to kill your commissioners. Injuries are happening everywhere, and it's bad, bad, bad for business. However, if your commissioner is not smoking crack and you've not had your draft, I have some tips for you. Tip number one, rookie running backs are hot, hot, hot. I'm telling you people, rookie running backs have been killing it lately. As you know, Saquon Barkley led the league in rushing last year, and this year you can pick up David Montgomery in the fourth round and Josh Jacobs even later. These guys will be explosive backs with great production that you can be a, serve as a really good two on your team. Also, most importantly, do not be a Sam Hickey or a UPS account exec. As you might know, Sam Hickey chose to blow his first round pick on Aaron Rodgers last year, and UPS account execs decided to double him up this year, drafting Patrick Mahomes fourth overall. It sounds like UPS account execs was hanging out with his commissioner before the draft. Some leak sources are telling me that UPS account is really Joey Filosa. Boo! Joey Filosa, that's from me and all of the listeners. That was the worst choice I have ever seen in fantasy history. Listeners, please, please, please do not draft a quarterback early in the draft. Quarterback is by far the deepest position in fantasy sports. You can get a very productive quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger or Cam Newton in the 8th to 10th round in your draft. Do not blow it early on in drafting Patrick Mahomes. Also, my last fantasy tip of the day is go big or go home with tight ends. If you're a guy and you're dead set on getting one of the top tight ends, you need to draft Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, or George Kittle early in the draft. However, if you cannot get one of these threes, wait, wait, wait on your tight end. You can get a very productive tight end late in the draft because the drop-off between those top three and any other tight end is going to be tremendous. And you can't gamble too much early in the draft hoping like Evan Ingram or someone else has a very productive year at tight end. Now on to my fantasy sleepers. 
My first sleeper is Darius Juice. You can get Juice in the fifth to sixth round. He is coming off of a lot of hype coming into his first year. However, he suffered a, suffered a knee injury coming into last year, so he was unable to play. But I think that he has a breakout year. He's very explosive. And who wouldn't want a guy with the last name Juice on their team? My number two sleeper is Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley led the league in receiving for two straight weeks. He fell off a little bit, but he is a very explosive wide receiver and has some of the best breakaway speed in the league. I think he'll be a very good pick for a flex or a number two wide receiver at the fifth or sixth round. Now onto my fantasy bust. If you couldn't tell already, Patrick Mahomes is number one on my list. I do think Patrick will still be at the top of the QBs in fantasy, but I do not think he is worth what he's going for. He's averaged at the 19th pick, so he's going in the late first round and the early second. At this same spot, you could get a very good running back like Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, or a really good receiver like Mike Evans. I just do not think he is worth what he's going for. My number two bust on uh, fantasy football is Patrick Lindsay. Patrick Lindsay had a fantastic year being an undrafted free agent, making a Pro Bowl, but he is going to split time with Royce Freeman this year. Um, some people still think Patrick Lindsay will get most of the reps, but other reports are saying that it will be a 50-50 split with reps. So do not draft Patrick Lindsay. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week's Outsider Report. Second half, coming up next. All right, thank you, Robbie, for that very insightful information. Um, we're going to move on to Spotlight. Um, I have two this week. Uh, before we get started, Spotlight is brought to you by Cuts by LG. Are you in Columbus and in need of a haircut and a nice fade? Go to Cuts by LG on Instagram and hit them up. If you're looking for a solid review, just hit up Donnie at Sodexo. Yes. He will, he will vouch. Yep, he will vouch for it. All Quality right. haircut. Um, so my two spotlights are, um, first off, is that Wendy's Spicy Nugs are back. Shout That's out to time. the crowd for reminding us. But it's, I've seen it all over people's like Snapchat. Oh, I've gone twice. You really? Yeah. I, I, sadly, I have no shame in that. Sadly, haven't gotten it yet, but. Uh, my other spotlight is that Oscar Meyer is releasing a hot dog ice cream made with actual hot dog bits. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally disgusting. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Like, I don't... Who made that decision and thought that that was a good hey, idea? Hey, I mean, honestly, though, Mitch will finally have a condiment to put on his ice cream. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Uh, okay. But, yeah, that's disgusting. Um, hopefully no one buys that. Um, so I, outside of sports, but a uh, pretty cool story coming out of someone uh, in our backyard in the GMAC. Yeah. Um, GMAC representing up at uh, Finley. Mm -hmm. Some students in the pharmacy program up there uh, developed a chemical that kills, I'm going to butcher it, but yeah. glioblastoma, which is a uh -huh. type of brain cancer cells. And basically... They've refined it to ignore healthy cells, and they're looking to get it processed and go through animal testing now. Yeah. So uh, it's a pretty big deal, and hopefully they don't end up dead because, you know. Yeah, like I saw some, it, goes. it was like on Twitter, and they said, oh, hurry, retweet this before it disappears. Right, yeah. yeah, like, and it's not a big news story really at all. It's weird, like on national news media, I haven't really seen anything about it. Yeah. It's kind of sketchy. But hopefully they'll get out there, yeah. but um, nice. Go, go Finley. Hate to say it, but um. Let's move on to the interview. Uh, this week we have Joey Machuga, the Pennsylvania native from Youngstown. Uh, he's, I'm just kidding, Ohio. He's, he's going to join us, and we're going to talk about some questions, and we'll do uh, some pickoffs. So here he is, Joey Machuga.
All right, here he is. Joey Machuga has joined us in the penthouse at Ohio Dominican. Joey, welcome to Extra Innings. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ben. I am uh, very happy to be on here. Um, shout out to everybody who's listening. All four of you. No, come on. We got we got plenty of people listening. So many. So um, let's get started with some questions. Uh, Joe, what is it like to be in the Youngstown Mafia? Oh, the Youngstown Mafia. It's something I really can't describe. You kind of have to know. And uh, I've been in it forever. And uh, shout out to Robbie Joe. He, he has come to terms with knowing about the Youngstown Mafia, but uh, he'll never be a part of it. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's a close-knit community of just <laughs> grit and just talent and swagger and good food. Yeah. And I heard the Youngstown Mafia just doesn't mess around. No, the Youngstown Mafia <laughs> does not mess around. mess around ever. You know who I heard that from? T-Mags. Yes. Yep. Shout out T-Mags for that sick edit. Edit game. Wow. Strong. You looked good in that, by the way. We're going to have to tweet the picture of that edit. Uh, yeah, we will. We will. So All right. Knows. Logan, what you got? How much would you say does your awkward serious syndrome affect your success on the baseball field? <laughs> yeah, so. Can, can you Logan, explain to the yeah. listeners who don't know what awkward seriousness is? Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, my freshman year here at school, uh, Greg Brown, actually, I don't know if he's listening, but shout out to him. Uh, came up with my ass syndrome, ass meaning awkward seriousness syndrome. I came up with that. What do you mean? Oh, all right. Well, Ben and Greg. It's just huge slander to me. Why don't you get off the show, actually? Yeah. But uh, basically, when I play, sometimes I just get super serious, and it's very awkward to watch. So um, I wish I could limit it, Logan, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think it makes you successful, so I, it's, it's not works. a bad thing. It works, but, uh, I mean, if I look like an idiot out there sometimes, like, I don't know. It happens. You know, everybody, every player's got their little they got flaw their weird thing. that they do. Yeah. That just happens to be mine. That I'll get we like it. Serious. Keep keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, I'm wrong with that. Um, so, my next question's a little off topic, but it's very serious. It kind of determines the kind of man you are. So, I'm intrigued to see what you have to say. Okay. But it's hard-hitting. Do you use a fork or a spoon when you eat macaroni? When I eat macaroni, I believe it depends on the noodle. I mean, if you're trying to eat... That's a fair point. Yeah, who's trying to eat spaghetti with a spoon? Um, Well, also, who's... Are we talking mac and cheese or just... Yeah, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, it depends on the mac and cheese. Like, if it's like Velveeta and shells, that's sort of like a spoon Spoon? because the noodles are smaller. Yeah, the, 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 like, the cheese is more melty. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But like craft, I probably use a fork. Wow. Like Stouffer's probably a fork. Great answer, honestly. I, I think I'd do the same thing. Yeah, it just depends. I don't like know. I think it's super easy though to eat with a spoon. Like, like microwave it macaroni. It's just so That's got to be a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So a little Youngstown versus Cincinnati debate here. Um. Pennsylvania, Kentucky. Um. What, in your opinion, puts Jib Jab Hot Dog Shop over Skyline? Yeah, so if uh, any of you don't know, Jib Jab Hot Dog Shop, located in Salem, Ohio, has very cheap, very good hot dogs. And uh, I am a avid consumer of them, as well as Skyline, which is kind of weird because Northeast Ohio people don't normally like Skyline. 
But uh, I just think the hot dogs are bigger, and that's it. And it's just so much cheaper, and it's kind of one of those things that I grew up eating. But right. see, Skyline is very good. Though. No, yeah, I, mean, I like, like Skyline. I love, like Skyline, like spaghetti and like Greenways and Toledo's with spaghetti. But, I'm yeah. throwing in my local hot dog shop. Um, the Ashland Worcester Drive-In. We call it A&W, so like whenever I tell people about it, they think like the chain A&W. Yeah, that's it's not it. The first it's not correct. Had. It's Ashland Worcester Drive-In. They have uh, is it Worcester or Wooster? Worcester. The Ashland Worcester Drive-In. <laughs> yeah, they have some banging coat conies and other food items. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I will. I'm sorry, Joe, but I will not ever treat you the same if you think that jib jab is better than okay skyline. but you've never had no that's not to say solely, it is solely the hot dogs like i i mean yeah skyline is very good but it's also just i will think know. that until proven guilty so proven when guilty. i whatever proven <laughs> yes incorrect when i go to jib jab and eat a hot dog and i'm like oh my god it's you know skyline we need to okay. plan this out we're gonna go to skyline we'll, we'll make a go trifecta to, we're gonna yeah. go to jib jab and we're gonna go to a and w yeah, all right, we're going to go all three all right. at the same time. We'll eat them side by side and we'll see. God, John is just standing right behind us. You terrifying. Mongo. Not going to Ohio State. Shout out Shelly Douglas, his wonderful girlfriend. You're... Okay, Joe, my next question for you is, what are your expectations for the Brown season? Um, just like every uh, Browns fan that I know, I'm expecting perfection. I think anything less than 16-0 and 0 is a failure. So on a more realistic note, I think that the Browns could finish 10-6 and 6 or better. I just think that we have way too many weapons on all sides of the ball not to be successful. But uh, I don't know. I've been watching some of the uh, preseason games, and the first couple drives always look good every night, and that's all the starters. So yeah, I'm excited to see it. I, the offense looks uh, pretty electric. Yeah. Electric. And our Lord and Savior, Baker Mayfield, will do us no harm. Um, this is, like, actually a pretty hard-hitting question, Joe, so I hope you're prepared. Kind of nervous, but okay. Would you trade the Cavs championship for there to be no rain delay in Game 7 of the 2016 World Series? But there's no guarantee the Indians pull it out. Wow. But it completely changes the dynamic of that game. It so. does. It does. Um being a Cleveland sports fan, that, that Cavs championship was awesome. But out of all of the three teams, I follow the Indians religiously like every single day. I try and watch their games every single day, and it's always been like that. But I don't know. I think that game was just so amazing. Even though we lost one right. of the greatest World Series games yeah. ever. And I don't know. I, I would. I think I, I would, would trade it. Because for me personally, this is how I look at it. Right. Well, remind me what happened. Yeah. So, okay, so Rajay Davis hits that three-run homer in the bottom of the eighth to tie it up. Against uh, Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, and then literally, um, so then, what, top nine, or in between, was it, it was between innings, correct? Yeah. yeah, so between bottom eight, top nine, there was like a 45-minute rain delay. And so we had all the momentum. And, and that was gone. Yeah, so, and um, yeah. Brian Shaw Brian pitched Shaw. the eighth, and... Like, we were pretty much out of pitching, but, like, he would have been able to throw the ninth, like, well, too, if there was no rain delay, but he sat around for forever, and they sent him back out there, and he ended up giving up a run, mm-hmm. and then, and Jason Kipnis, foul, home run, that stuff. But, um, I think I would, because my logic on it is, so, like, the top three, probably Cleveland sports moments for me are, like, 
the shot from Kyrie and the block by LeBron, like, and them winning the championship. But, like, my number one is the Rajay Davis home run. Like, that yeah, was, but like, the coolest insane. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, we that for me, like, resonates with me. Yeah, yeah, we were all sitting in the room and we went crazy. So, like, that's my favorite Cleveland sports moment. So, like, for me, I think I would roll the dice. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would just because, I mean, that would be, like, my actual team. Yeah. I mean, Cavs World Series, or Cavs Championship was awesome, but having the Indians win the World Series would be amazing. All right, uh, last question. Um, kind of funny, kind of serious. <laughs> Do you care to explain why you can't catch pop-ups in foul territory? Yeah, so um, yet again, there's uh, <laughs> things in everyone's career that they wish they could do better, and uh, mine is just catching infield pop-ups. Um, I mean, I, I'll be like fine throughout the season, but then there's probably a stretch. I mean, this year when I played first against Walsh, I looked like a complete idiot. Stupid. You've drastically improved though, because like yeah, there were times when so if the bad. ball went up in the air, I was like, I was like forty sixty, like he might, yeah, you might yeah, catch it. No. But now I'm like ninety five percent confident. You're gonna yeah, no, it was. Um, There's still know. a little suspicion where like the yeah. balls and foul territory. You're like, oh, like sometimes yeah. you'll see how you're moving. And you're like, I don't know if yeah, he's getting that one, um, but then you'll catch it. So I don't cool. know. Sometimes it's just I'll try and it's my awkward seriousness syndrome. Maybe I'll just try too hard and just pops out or something. Yeah. It's like, you'll get better. It's Maybe this year's the year. This year's the year. It's, it's, it's going to be, be our year. year. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, well, thank you, Joe, for answering our questions. Um, and this week for pickoffs, um, Joe so wisely has suggested a topic for us. Joe, what is the topic? Yeah, so um, our topic is our favorite movie villains. Fa- so. so you think favorite or no, just top? Or I mean, top maybe both, favorite, both, one, yeah. like most memorable, like mm-hmm. just the, yeah. when you think of movie villains, these are the people you think of. Think of, and then okay, so top three. Uh, I guess you can start. I think you, yeah, s- you so said you yeah, know, we're this all gonna is, have this to is a absolutely unanimous one. Best villain ever. Best movie character. I think ever. Heath Ledger's Facts. Joker. Yep, yep, yeah. That's not that even my, close. That's my his dedication one. to that role. I mean, it was R.I.P. Awesome. Man. Yeah, seriously. Rest in peace. Sad. That dude's legend. a legend. Great pick, though. Um, so, for me, I'm gonna go a little bit um, out of the box. I mean, it's it, like it's a good character. A lot of people like, but Loki. Um, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the reason he's so, like he's just such a complicated character. Like he's like a hero, but he's so like he's like a hero in a way that he's so likable and like he'll sometimes do a good thing, but then he's like sometimes he's just like despicable sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like I think that's a good villain dynamic. I think they do really good at that. Like they make their villains so likable or like understandable. So I had that on my list and I was like either between him and someone else, but um my first pick, I'm gonna have to go with Darth Vader. Big Star Wars yeah, guy. big Star Wars guy. Shout out Robbie Strader, by the way. I like this is easily the first person I could think of when I think of like movie villains. Like he's just like kind of a dick. Like you know, <laughs> choke like his workers and tell people to do things if he doesn't like want them his way. Blah blah blah. And I think he's like easily my number one. So it's funny because Logan's wearing a Toy Story shirt, and this was my. Absolute wild card. No way. Is this is on my list, I think. If this Seriously? Yeah. It is Zerg. Wow. Yeah. 
I didn't uh, think actually, about that. that's not on my list, but I thought about him. But I have another. Yeah, I have so, a Toy Story villain. That's awesome. That's but, good. Uh, yeah, uh, Zerg. I mean, throughout my entire childhood, I always used to have like I had like Zerg blankets and Zerg like toys all the time. And Big Zerg guy, huge <laughs> Zerg, Zerg guy. guy. <laughs> but yeah, and Toy Story is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's definitely one of the best. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, movies. Easy choice for me. Me uh, on my list. I'm not really going in any order because I couldn't really come up with a yeah. solid order. Yeah, yeah. Um, Toy Story three. Lotso the bear. Oh, he is. Yeah. Because dynamic. Like, I hate him. But. Yeah, you like at the beginning. You're like he's one of those characters that you're like this dude's too nice. Like there's no way. And then he ends up being uh, actually like pretty, pretty psychotic. Yeah, yeah so, villain esque. Right. Yeah. Okay. For those who are listening and are slowly pulling their hair out now, I think I'm going to pick the one you're all thinking of, but I'm going to go with Thanos. Yeah, no, that that was actually <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I was, was going to He was my actually my next one, but since Joe brought up Toy Story, I just yeah, went with Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. It's like, that's just another layup. And, uh, like, I feel like he's up, getting up there, especially after the big Endgame yeah. movie behind, like, the Joker and, like, some of the most iconic, like, villains. Yeah. There was just such a build up to him that yeah. he, he had to deliver. Like they had to deliver with that character and they did. So Yeah. Alright, what's your last one, Joe? My last one is a wild card. Not really a villain, but you're just sort of a, a lot of wild cards. Yeah, I know. You're I mean, pulling out I, a I lot of wild cards. Yeah. I mean that's true. People don't want to listen to the same. Respect it. Yep. So uh Rocky Three, Clubber Lang. Mr. T, absolute badass. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> He's not, yeah, he's not really a villain, but he's definitely the, like, bad guy uh, yeah. in the movie. And uh, that whole, like, fight at the end is insane. There's a lot of ways to portray, like, villains in movies. Yeah, like, so, I mean. Yeah, definitely the, well like, antagonist. Yeah. Yes. yes. It doesn't have to be, like, a villain, necessarily. Um, mine, I guess, I mean, he's for sure, like, a villain. Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs. Gosh. We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, weird. that's, I mean, kind of what I, why. Because I, I haven't it. seen it. And you guys he also hasn't seen Shawshank. Okay, yeah, I get it. Ben's okay. very uncultured. Just okay, we'll just have a movie night. We'll watch it all. Alright. Um so my last pick is kind of funny. Uh like I said, villains aren't like you don't have to be like superpowers or like all this different stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's just the antagonist basically, but like from one of my favorite movies, uh I'm gonna pick Carlos from the Benchwarmers. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it, he was so funny and like he hits all the home runs. He's like ruining like the whole like Benchwarmers like careers. About to just knock them out of the tournament. Good thing that Howie saves the day, gets him drunk. Uh, but I think that Carlos was just like the funniest villain. Great movie, by the way. Yes, absolutely great movie. Um, I think that was good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, pickoffs. Thank you for the suggestion, Joey Chugs Eight. Anytime. Um. And that was brought to you by Joey Shoes. Yes. Joey Shoes 8. Joey Shoes 8 on Instagram. If you are on ODU's campus in Columbus and need your shoes cleaned, hit up Joe. Joe is the greatest shoe Semi-professional showman. shoe cleaner shoeman. in the world. Yes. Yeah, we've been a little MIA on the Instagram for about like a whole year. But we are back. We are back in business. We'll have a big grand opening and everything. All right. Um, let's answer some questions for our last segment um like i said last week it was kind of on the down low only one that sent in stuff was balt but now we got some decent questions um first one is from cody 
He said uh, he forgot to send it last week. He's very sad. He's one of our biggest fans, probably the biggest fan. But he said, here we go. Do you guys play summer ball because they love the game, or do they think um, you'll get attention to get drafted or to be better for fall ball? Um, also, since the vast majority won't get drafted, why don't more college ball players skip summer ball and work internships to set themselves up for their career? Got deep with you boys this week. Smiley face. Um, I think as far as summer ball goes, um, there's definitely like different kinds of guys who are like more high caliber who will probably be sent down to like what are the, like what are the top summer leagues like uh, Cape Cod is that what it is or North Valley yeah yeah so they'll they'll go there to like definitely boost uh, some well for hitters definitely get your live ABs and whatnot but. And then there's also just like keeping up. Like hitters need to have live abs this summer so they can transfer back to fall. But I think in general, summer ball definitely helps you stay on track with baseball. Yeah. To um, to get back into the season. But, this, like how I look at it is, I mean, for me, it's like two two schools of thought. You either play summer ball because you just love playing baseball and you want to play it as much as you can for as long as you can, and summer ball is like a good way to do that. You play a lot of games in a short amount of time. Um, or two, um, you're playing summer ball because you're trying to get noticed. Like other than that, I think just playing just to play is such a dumb philosophy and mentality. Like how, like a lot of places will like make kids play summer ball, Mm -hmm. which like summer ball shouldn't be for everyone. Like me, I'm throwing 82 to 85, like throwing summer ball all summer is like, that's not going to benefit me Yeah. other than maybe just working on like finesse, things like that, like working on my pitches, like strengthening. Right. Like when I could take the summer off from summer ball, like what I did this summer Mm -hmm. and actually train and do like lift, throw every day, do things like specifically to try to get better and not just like continue to stay where you're at. Like it's more beneficial for you. Yeah. And like for hitters, I think it's different. Like in fielders, like, you can get all that by actually playing the game. For a pitcher, like you're not gonna really improve just by like throwing every couple of days, like yep. in the game situation. Yeah, so I, I guess I can agree with that. I mean, I'll bring a different perspective because I am a position player. I was able to do an internship plus play this summer, and it was a lot. I mean, working forty hours a week and then going home on the weekends and playing double headers was really tough, but. I look at it as just a way to kind of stay in that like grind mentality because it's tough coming back to school if you haven't been fielding or getting live ABs or anything. It's hard to go out and produce, especially if you're trying to win a spot or uh, prove something. So, yeah. I I mean, we all love the game. That's why we play right. it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I definitely think it just helps stand for us. Yeah, definitely. And one thing that I'll also add on is, like, it's not wrong to not play summer ball. It's not wrong to play summer ball. But, like, my problem is, like, if you're going to take it off for an internship or just take it off in general, um, like, be productive yeah, with do it. something yeah, like, your time. If you're, if you're yeah. taking off to focus on an internship, like, you still have time to train, mm-hmm. to lift, to throw, to That's hit, what I did. do yeah. whatever. And then if you're taking – but if you're just, like – Using that as an excuse and not doing anything like that's different. Whole yeah. other story. Um, great question, Cody. However, you were out edged for a question of the week by another loyal listener, Jeff Paul, who sent in at least four or five. I think four questions. Yeah. Um, Love that. Love that. 
And they're they're kind of good. They're kind of like a, some debate questions, but I think some of us, us three at least, will probably have some common insights. Uh, so first question: Who would win, uh, T Rex or a million house cats? <laughs> this Gosh. is the classic debate. Yeah. Dude, I like I can't not go with a million house cats. A million, like that's it's a so billion cats. A billion or a million? A million. A million. It also doesn't matter. That is just so many. It's also like it's hard to answer because you haven't seen a, a million house cats right. or a T Rex. How much a million yeah. cats are? And like people's logic, like they say, like T Rex well, just stomp them is what everyone well, says. Well, but also they say T Rex's skin is too thick. But like T Rex has actually had like feathers, like yeah, like. Yeah, most so, people don't know everything yeah. they like want people to know have, about T Rex. Like they just exactly. they just know a movie T Rex, not like an exactly. actual T Rex, yeah. which I, I mean, obviously I don't know either. But like yeah. science shows that they supposedly have feathers. So, so we're going with T. Uh, I'm taking cats or house cats. Yeah, I'm going cats. Yep, cats. Yeah. Uh, next question: Why aren't blueberries blue? That's tough. I wish I, you know, I like the. Well, what's the actual? Major. Is it purple? Yeah, Are they like, pur- like purplish purple on the outside and then like. Oh, yeah. our, our live audience member is looking over here. Oh, he's, he said they're violet. <laughs> Brennan said they're violet, um, but that's, uh, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like, that's one of my pet peeves, honestly. Like, no, it doesn't super bother me, but when things are named, like, irrelevant names, I, I don't know. I can't think of another example, but there are just some things that have names that are not fitting at all. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, it doesn't matter about... Um, like what blueberries are made of or all that stuff. I think it's the, the color. Like think of this. You're going to the store, you want something like fruit wise and you pick up violet berries. Does that sound correct <laughs> to you? No. Purple berries. Purple berries. <laughs> that's just a terrible. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess that's very. Yeah. So next question, um, which I think is a layup. He says, uglier facial hair, Magli or Filosa? <laughs> Yeah, he says in parentheses in their prime, of course. No. What do you think? Uh, I don't want to go first. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Magli. Uh, yes, yeah, me I too. was gonna say Magli yeah. too, but I didn't want to go. There, there, it's not like Filosa's was great. I mean, but I I love the mustaches so much that like people who like grow facial hair and just say shave everything besides their mustache is hilarious to me that's alpha mentality yeah seriously like when we'll go on our spring break trips and they'll just have like a mustache dude honestly if dusty would have grown a mustache he wouldn't have let brennan alpha him out out of the bed (laughs) hey he's laughing over there but uh yeah or i think we're going consensus magley here yeah Yeah. um and his last question is favorite frozen pizza brand oh wow I don't eat a lot of frozen pizza. I don't pizza. eat a ton of frozen pizza either, but um, I actually forget the brand it's called, but they make like uh, this one like buffalo chicken pizza that I like, but um, do you guys like Red Baron? Yeah, I, can, I honestly that, can't like even... Only, I can't that even... Yeah, yeah that's, that's the only two I can Totino's. Think of. Yeah, I mean, for pizza rolls, layup. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't Totino's is pizza rolls. An actual pizza itself I like the DiGiorno, like, Supreme pizzas. I don't... That's, like, the last one I can remember yeah, eating. Dude, honestly... Shout yeah. out Chris Sackett. I haven't had a... Frozen pizza maker. I don't have, like, a real brand I gravitate to. Like, if I'm going to get a frozen pizza, I'm going to, like, walk through the aisle, see which one looks good, and pick yeah, it up. Just, 
None of Not it much sucks. Sucks. It, yeah. uh, I'm looking it up. So Red Baron Tombstone. It says California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, that's the one. I, yeah. I get that. That's good. Yeah, that's like, but that's like an actual like. Yeah, pizza that's like a chain. Just, yeah, yeah, so I don't know. We can include that. Tony's Pepperoni Pizza. I used to eat those. Yeah, I've had Tony's. Uh, DiGiorno. We said that right. Yeah. Um, Newman's own. No idea. Getting uh, out in the. I've bizarre. seen those. It's like generically. Like, I don't know. Like um, and then DiGiorno Rising Cry. I don't even know. But I think I'm gonna go with DiGiorno. DiGiorno or yeah, like Red yeah. Baron or those are I'm, good. I'm just gonna say Red Baron. Just actually, you know, I'm gonna go Wild Card, um, frozen pizza from Hammy that they warm up. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's low key though, I'll say this: the pizza has gotten a way, well, yeah. way, way. Jeff Fall, like, you're missing out. Years better. You're it's missing out. Really are. Yeah, and they're they're making like. <laughs> Like mac and cheese pizza, things like that. Some and, like yeah. weird taco burger pizza. Yeah, which was super good. Yeah, delicious. So oddly. All right, um, Jeff, Cody, thank you for the amazing questions. Um, all right, that is this week's episode. Um, thank you, Joe, for coming on. It's great having Pleasure you. Pleasure always. always. Um, hope to be back. Yeah, hopefully we'll have you back on, be a recurring guest. Uh, next week we are up in the air between two different guests. So you guys just have to stay tuned. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter as well. That's where we post most of our stuff. And always ask us questions. Uh, DM us, DM me, Logan, uh, even Robbie if you want. So thanks for listening, guys.